All right, good morning. How are you today? We're going to have a prophecy update like we do almost every week. We try and scour the news and find the trends in the world that seem to indicate that we're living in the last days predicted by the Bible thousands of years ago. If you're familiar with the revelation of Jesus Christ, the final book of the Bible, you know that during the first half of the future seven-year great tribulation, God is going to have two very special witnesses on the earth. Uh, they're going to have supernatural powers, and they will not be able to be harmed or killed. Midway through the tribulation, that's going to all change when the man that we know as the Antichrist is given the ability by God to seize them and kill them. Let me read the passage that describes their death and, more importantly, what follows. This is from Revelation, Revelation excuse me, chapter 11. It says, I will give power to my two witnesses. They will prophesy 1,260 days clothed in sackcloth. These are the two olive trees and the two lampstands standing before the God of the earth. And if anyone wants to harm them, fire proceeds from their mouth and devours their enemies. If anyone wants to harm them, he must be killed in this manner. They have power to shut heaven so that no rain falls in the days of their prophecy. They have power over waters to turn them to blood and to strike the earth with all plagues as often as they desire. When they finish their testimony, the beast that ascends out of the bottomless pit will make war against them, overcome them, and kill them. Their dead bodies will lie in the street of the great city, which spiritually is called Sodom and Egypt, where also our Lord was crucified. Then those from the peoples, tribes, tongues, and nations will see their dead bodies three and a half days and not allow their dead bodies to be put into graves. And those who dwell on the earth will rejoice over them, make merry, and send gifts to one another, because these two prophets tormented those who dwell on the earth. Now after the three and a half days, the breath of life from God entered them, and they stood on their feet, and great fear fell on those who saw them. And they heard a voice from heaven saying to them, come up here. And they ascended to heaven in a cloud, and their enemies saw them. Now this text implies when these two witnesses are killed, the entire world will know it and will watch them lie in state and then subsequently watch them rise from the dead and ascend into heaven. John wrote late in the first century, was he simply exaggerating when he said the whole world would be able to see this and hear this happen? Well, no, he was prophesying at a time when it, about a time when it would be possible for everyone on the planet to see and hear these events. And that's what makes this so interesting to me in terms of trends in Bible prophecy because that time has come only very recently. It's been within my lifetime, and I'm still a young whippersnapper, that the people all over the world could simultaneously view a live event. We're starting to take things like this for granted, but it hasn't been that long that we've had the technology to actually do that, share simultaneous events with others around the world. Then there's the internet, which is opening up a whole new avenue for people to share simultaneous visual and auditory experiences. Some of you know about this guy, Felix Baumgartner, who broke the world record for the longest time spent in a free fall. He jumped out of a balloon in the stratosphere and parachuted to the earth. And he set all kinds of records. One of the records he set, you may not know this, 
the most people ever watching live on YouTube. Over 8 million people watch that happen live. Now, in the general scheme of things, 8 million people isn't a lot, but it's proving that people can watch a live event simultaneously over the internet without crashing the internet. And so we live, you and I, we live in the time John foresaw at a time when it was impossible. You know, back then they were still doing messengers and carrier pigeons and there was no television. There, you know, it was crazy, antique and old. And, and John said, the whole world's going to watch what happens. We're the first generation and we're early, you know, late in that generation. We're the first generation to see that uh, potential. And so that's why I confidently can say that we're on the brink of the great tribulation and of course the second coming of Jesus Christ. I can say Jesus is coming soon. But I also have to say that Jesus is coming imminently when it comes to the church because he promised that at any moment in human history before the great tribulation he could and would come to resurrect the dead in Christ and to rapture living believers. So beloved, we're living in these last days and the Lord's coming is at the door. So get ready and stay ready and keep looking up because ready or not, Jesus is coming. The usher's gonna come forward.